Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fundamentals Podcast. We are continuing here. We just got really excited and we uh, are pumped to actually finish up the book of 1 Corinthians. It's been a joy to be going through all of this with you guys. My name, of course, is Jack, and I'm joined, as always, by Pastor Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing? Doing great. Yeah, we decided just to record uh, Chapter 16 at the same time that we did 14 and 15 because there's really not much to talk about in Chapter 16, so we figured we just crank out the rest of the book. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and, and, and just jump into it. It's it's not nearly as long as chapter 15 that we split into two, uh, but it does have some good stuff. And so let's enjoy what Paul has for us here. Uh, and I'm just going to read them kind of in the chunks of the scripture. Jeff, stop me if you, if you want to. Uh, yep. And we'll use the ESV translation here. So chapter 16. Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I directed the churches of, uh, of Galatia, so you also are to do. On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper, so that there will be no collecting when I come. And when I arrive, I will send those whom you've accredited by letter to carry your gift to Jerusalem. If it seems advisable that I should go also, they will accompany me. Yeah, so this is a, uh, he calls it a collection for the saints in Jerusalem. There are other portions of scripture, I'm thinking maybe the uh book of the acts of the apostles where there's a collection for kind of like the poor and the destitute in jerusalem that are uh, part of the church there uh i don't know that i have much more to add to that uh, it seems like this had been a point of discussion again uh yeah so paul is just addressing I do, it now. I do like the i do like the preparation it's building up to like hey continually you know set aside it's not a here comes a day. Now let me just kind of take everything randomly in one spot. It's, it's kind of pre-planned and uh, intentionality yeah, and, by all the people. Yeah. And this is part of the fellowship of the church that we support uh, those in the church that we support our, our, our fellow churches, right. Uh, mm. Understanding that like that's insofar as they actually preach the, the pure gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, but that's, that's part of church fellowship. And that's something we try to do here in Phoenix, right? We have best practices for ministry. That's our effort to try to support the church. That's our gift back to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a gift that we willingly and freely give and, and joyfully give. And I know pastor Jeff uh, really loves to be able to do that for the LCMS. And, but I think it's important for every church to look around and, and to think, how can we support our brothers and, and sisters in ministry? Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, continuing on here. I will visit you after passing through Macedonia, for I intend to pass through Macedonia, and perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter, so that you may help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you until, excuse me, for I do not want to see you now just in passing. I hope to spend some time with you, if the Lord permits. But I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost, for a wide door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many adversaries." When Timothy comes, see that you put him at ease among you, for he is doing the work of the Lord as I am. So let no one despise him. Help him on his way in peace that he may return to me, for I'm expecting him with the brothers. Yeah, so if the Lord permits, right? Uh, Paul has plans, but his plans are kind of secondary to God's plans for him. Uh, He will tarry in Ephesus, uh, meaning that uh, he feels the need right now, he feels divinely appointed to go to Ephesus, and you can read all about uh, Paul's experience in Ephesus uh, at a different time. Maybe we'll cover it on this podcast at some point. 
Yeah. Uh, and then uh, just take care of his boy, Timothy. Be mm-hmm. nice to him. Well, I mean, what a, what a cool way for someone that Paul has, you know, cared for Timothy and helped raise him up is, is making a special instruction like, hey, take care of this guy. He may not be mm-hmm. as well known to you or you may not have the same affection for him that you do for me, but, you know, treat him as if he was me. Like, take really good care. And what a cool thing that we can do. Uh, like, I've always loved in youth ministry when we've been traveling or something like that. If I need a place to stay in the middle of a road trip or somewhere else, I've been able to call churches and say, hey, can we, you know, stay? You know, it's not like they have a hotel or crazy comfortable spaces, but can we use, you know, do you have a floor or a classroom or something that we can, you know, just kind of pop through? And, and people have been very generous to open doors yeah. and help make things happen and just kind of that that connection of the church where it's like, yep. you, I may not know you yet, but I know Christ and I have this voucher for you. I'm going to take care of you. Uh, which is pretty sweet. Uh, And then here, verse 12, now concerning our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to visit you with the other brothers, but it was not at all his will to come now. He will come when he has opportunity. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, but all that you do be done in love. Now I urge you brothers, you know that the household of uh, Stephanas were the first converts uh, in uh, Archaea? and that they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. Be subject to such as these and to every fellow worker and laborer. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanas and Fortunas and Achaeus, because they have made up for your absence, for they refreshed my spirit as well as yours. Give recognition to such people. Uh, Yeah, okay, so we get this fun mention of Apollos, who's uh, counted as one of the apostles. you have this instruction to uh, stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong, let all that you do be done with love. Uh, it's kind of a good summary of uh, this whole book of the Bible, right? You, yeah. you have that love poem in chapter 13 or 14, I forget now. Um, and Jesus gave us, you know, similar commands. Uh, and then I think, you know, Stephanus and uh, for, uh, I, I don't really even know how to say his name, Fortunatus, and Achaicus, uh, I would guess is how they're pronounced. Uh, I'm guessing those are uh, probably people that kind of uh, re- relate to Paul what was going on in the ministry of the Corinthian church. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's yeah, all I've got. Yeah, I mean, you see the same thing. I mean, given recognition, again, Paul's not out for his own right. He's he's out for all believers, and he'll, you know, commend people when they deserve commending, and he will, you know, uh, really <laughs> keep people accountable when they need that as well. Um, and even with Apollos, yeah. he's, he's not even speaking poorly on Apollos. He's a Paul. I urged him, and uh, it was yeah. not his will at that time, but he is going to come when he has opportunity. Uh, it's just kind of a little yeah, interesting dynamic there. It is an interesting line because it's not like uh... – Paul isn't at liberty to command Apollos, right? Because he's a mm. fellow apostle. Just interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 13 and 14 are, I mean, as cleanly as Paul can write something. Normally he likes to say something like that and, you know, four or five verses with some repeating words, but just be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Uh, and then I love that ending part because right there, you know, people can misconstrue and do those things. Well, I'm standing firm in the faith. I'm doing all these crazy things. Let all that you do be done in love where it's like, oh, well, I have to couch it like that. That may change how I actually stand firm or act like a man. My viewpoint on being strong may look a little bit different when it's this whole um, doing it in love because your motivation for why you're doing things uh, is incredibly important to God. Yeah. 
And then his fun greeting here at the end, 19 through 24. The churches of Asia send you greetings, Aquila and Priscilla, together with the church in their house, send you hearty greetings in the Lord. All the brothers send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. If anyone has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. Our Lord, come. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. May love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so Aquila and Priscilla, uh, 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 they were married to each other, obviously. Um, they were with Paul in Ephesus, so they're kind of uh, giving their shout out, saying hello. Um, and the church that, what, what was the line there, Jack, in verse 19, the church that's... Churches of Asia their... send you greetings together with the church in their house send you hearty greetings. In the yeah, land. oh, yeah, 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 in their house. Yeah, sorry, I was having a hard time finding it again. In their house, meaning like actually probably house church, like it, it took place in their home. Um, greet one another with a holy kiss. Not really our custom today, uh, but who knows? Maybe we bring that back. Um, yeah, I'll see you And then you week, get this, this salutation, right? Paul says in his own hand, whereas he would probably have someone that he dictated to would write his letters. Uh, this time he is uh, at the end of the letter here. It seems like he wrote something in his own handwriting this last little section of the letter yeah and just kind of a fun little thing is he's just had written above for him let all you do in love this little piece at the end just kind of as he's proclaiming that love that they get to share uh that little extra uh, extra personal touch of you know i truly love you guys i'm taking the time to do this these aren't just words and random uh random things but just kind of a nice ending here in in chapter 16 nothing too crazy new uh, in this chapter, but a little bit of a summary. And again, like I said, I, I do enjoy the way that he actually praises the other people that he gets to work with. Cause I mean, Paul has a great understanding of himself and a confidence in the mission that God has given him, but is it in, is in no way thinking he can do all things himself. He gives all the credit yeah. and glory to God. And he's thankful for all the support he gets from other people. Cause he knows it's, it's them together working uh, that are creating something pretty special. Yeah, I like that he repeats the language of first fruits again, right? Talking about uh, the house of Stephanus, who uh, kind of were some of the first to come to faith because of his labor. Um, and Paul couldn't see the result of his labor in uh, Corinth at the time. But now he there's a church there that is following Jesus. And so uh, the work is never in vain, like we talked about last podcast. And then I love uh, just the ending uh, love your Lord. Um, keep that grace in your heart. Uh, remember that grace for you. Uh, and then he says, uh, our Lord come, right. That's the prayer. That's the hope. That's the expectation. The reality of what's coming is that Jesus is returning to us. So, uh, yep. we have the same prayer. Come Lord Jesus, come quickly. Um, you know, put the bow on this thing. We're, we're ready. You're invited. Absolutely. Uh, and then a cool thing for everyone to be praying as well. In the meantime, as we look forward to Christ coming is praying that verse nine, pray for a wide door for effective work to be, to be opened, not just for yourself yeah. and your own life and your families, pray for your churches, your, your church leaders, the different ministries you have there. Just pray for God to open these windows of effective, effective work. Uh, again, that, that, that just is such an uplifting thing. And that's one of the most impactful things that the church can do is be praying for those opportunities and, and God will, will deliver. And the willingness to go through the door, you know, uh, I, I don't doubt that God is opening doors left and right. I think sometimes our problem is we just 
don't want to do what well, I didn't, Dad I, didn't I didn't like that door. I didn't yeah, I did right. not want that yeah. door, Jeff. Go on. Choose a different door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, but it but it is great. So this has been awesome to be in First Corinthians. I may strongly urge Jeff to do a different book, but you know, he's like Apollos, who knows if it's his will or not to, to do these various things. But we'll keep having some fun yeah. in God's word and hopefully it's a blessing to all of you. We thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, and if you do have some suggestions for, for what we study next, uh, send them in that email and uh, uh, send them hopefully quickly when you listen to this, because we'll be deciding uh, before too long as we want to keep this thing rolling. But uh, thank you all. And until next time, God bless.